0: Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast where we are all about inspiring wellness in the digital age. Let's get going. Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast with me, your host, Sebastian Sloven. And super excited today for our episode. We're gonna be talking about uh, stress and the nervous system with my dear friend, Dr. Mark Kalina. Mark, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you for having me. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, okay, so a little context for this one. So we know that living in the digital age can be stressful, right? with nonstop information, to-do lists, notifications, uh, 24-hour accessibility or connectivity to to work and things like that, it can easily feel overwhelming. And so what happens when you get stressed? You know, do you go into survival mode, like a fight or flight response, or do you have a different way to respond? Of course, uh, you know, how we deal with stress plays a huge role in our health and well-being. And as I mentioned today, we're gonna be talking about talking with Dr. Kalina to explore some of the science behind the central nervous system. And we're gonna look at what happens from the inside out when we get stressed and what we can do to bring more calm and clarity into our lives. And we've had Mark on the show, or Dr. Kalina on the show a few times, uh, and, but I, just for listeners who don't know him, I'm going to, Mark, I'm gonna share your bio, okay? Great. All right, Dr. Kalina is an internal medicine physician and a specialist in holistic primary care. He has enjoyed a 30 year career in San Diego since finishing his residency at UCSD in 1992, specializing in the physician patient relationship. He enjoys knowing and caring for the whole person. He was a primary care doctor for 17 years at Scripps an integrative palliative care specialist at the San Diego center cancer center in San Diego from 2008 to 2010 and most recently worked at Pacific Pearl in La Jolla as part of an integrative team of doctors specializing in reversing cardiovascular disease and integrative medicine. His special projects include holding positions as medical director and group support leader of the Dean Ordnance Program for reversing heart disease in the 1990s, medical director for Scripps Clinic Wellness and Prevention Programs, and physician leader to medical missions in to Fiji in 2010 and 2012, when not in the office, Dr. Klein enjoys the ocean, San Diego beauty, and outdoor life, providing support in end-of-life care through Hosses by the Sea in Solana Beach and the new movement in assisted dying. Anyway, wonderful bio. Mark, We and just for some context here, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, you have been you know, a mentor to me, a great friend, and um, I'm really excited to have you back on the program.
1: It's really good to be here, Sebastian. I always... I believed in what you do. And uh, yeah, and I, I I do think this whole realm that I live in of primary care, what does it mean to be in primary care? What does it mean to be well for each person? And that's a tricky definition.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to we'll get we'll get into that as well. And so right, as I mentioned, right, it's it's While we have more conveniences than ever before, and there's so many benefits to modern technology and modern life, it's also, there's a lot of added stresses, right? Like, you know, 24 hour news feeds, being constantly connected to work, on call, social media stuff, notifications. It's like little things chipping away and and stressing us on a pretty regular basis. Um, And so I wanna just get a sense from you. Um, Can you give us just like an overview of what happens from a, like a physiological perspective when we get stressed out
1: to me the we all have nervous systems and there's 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 actually several nervous systems in the body there's a central nervous system associated with our brain and there's there's then the musculoskeletal system that uh is is attached to the brain and the spinal cord but there's also a autonomic nervous system. And autonomic means it's going all the time, whether you're sleeping, whether you're eating, whether you're exercising, it's there. And this autonomic nervous system has a a balance between the sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight, flight, freeze nervous system. So our, when, when we get excited and, and, you know, it, it, it's a survival mechanism for when when there's trauma and drama and we need to get either fight or flee. And then, the, but there's this other nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system that is involved with calmness and peace and allows us to be clear in our thinking. A lot of times when the sympathetic nerve is so, and these two nervous systems go back and forth. It really is truly a balance and they, they they're operated by different neurochemicals, adrenaline and cortisol are mostly with the sympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic is acetylcholine and it, it's a whole opposite thing. And so even, so just just you could think of your heart when, when you get excited and sympathetic nervous system, when you get charged up, you get, the heart goes faster, heart goes stronger, blood pressure goes up. And when you, as opposed to in these rest states like sleep or when we're peaceful, after meditating or yoga, that it's it's a whole slowing of the heart, and that's just one organ because the, the the sympathetic and and parasympathetic nervous systems run throughout the throughout the body. They're involved with the eyes, like when you're scared, your eyes dilate and and you're ready for action. And uh, the gastrointestinal system shuts down when. Uh, when, when, when we're not eating, when, when we are activated, the gastrointestinal system gets quiet. So there's these two nervous systems and they're always in sort of a balance. And which one's ruling? And I think what you're talking about, Sebastian, in this modern world where we're always seem to be stimulated, we're always running late or we're always have deadlines and we always have to perform and we all and we're always on. And that's the sympathetic is great for that, except the sympathetic is right. meant to work occasionally. You know, back right. in the back in the day, animals responded to threats. But we're almost a lot of humans i would say the, the 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 majority are always in that sympathetic hyper excitement got to go got to do got to got to be on and i think our society our life kind of undervalues the parasympathetic and so we tend to be underdeveloped in this ability to be calm and to be at peace and to be uh, rested. And the problem with that is we lose performance when we're we're not calm, rested, and peaceful. And and we get a little helter-skelter, and then you lose sleep. And then when you lose sleep, you lose a lot of things. So it's, I think in my world, in primary care medicine, primary care how do we help people be well is to develop this parasympathetic nervous system not the the, it's not really valued in our society but it can be developed and strengthened and we can be better we can be better at everything we do when we come from a place of peace
0: yeah i love that and so in your um in your practice you know you, you can be general with this but would you say that most of the people that you see are kind of locked into the sympathetic sort of response is that is that kind of what you see for the general population
1: i would say it- that a, a big percentage i'm not sure the number of primary care visits or the reasons that people come to see mm-hmm. primary care doctors is when they're more shifted toward the stress mode they're stressed they're overwhelmed they're anxious they're not sleeping they're irritable and and then all the physical consequences that happen because of
0: that right yeah no it's it's really it's really wild right and and i'm just thinking about our our society and you know just the the value of productivity and getting things done and you know, coffee, nothing against coffee, but it's just like right. it's getting fired up, getting things done, you know, ticking off the boxes on your to-do list. And kind of um, that's sort of the it's like sort of this frantic existence for not everyone, but for many of many people. I and I want to just kind of let's can we circle back a little bit to the um this like evolutionary piece of this? And I'm I'm not super hip to this, but my understanding, and you mentioned this is right, the it's not that the sympathetic nervous system is not is a problem, it's a really critical part of our system and it's necessary, but it like back in the day, let's say, let's, you know, hunter gatherer times, it's meant to get us ready for action. You know, a bear comes into the camp, a lion comes in, or we have to fight, or we have to run away. And that's not happening all the time, but it's this, these sort of sporadic times where we need to really get fired up and fight or flee. Uh, Versus now it's like, you know, the, the lion's not really there, you know, Uh, but we're getting that same hit of cortisol and stress. Is that kind of what's happening? But it's like more, it's happening on a consistent basis. Basically. It's happening all day long.
1: The fighting, fighting and fleeing is, 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 uh, is, is, it's, it's actually more common than not. And, and along with fight flight, And freeze is also, um, yeah, is this component of freezing and being paralyzed as as opposed to going forward with purpose Mm -hmm. in our life? Because again, we're survival is we're pretty well taken care of that in in that regard. We don't have a lot of saber toothed tigers and we don't have that many acute dangers, but we're all modern society, we're always somewhat overstimulated, whether we're in traffic, whether we're trying to meet a deadline at work, whether we're, it's all about performance. And the truth is, at least this is what I believe, the truth is there are so many, there's this whole other world that happens. And I get this a little bit from my end of life work, at the end of the day, it's not how much money you make. It's not how much, how, what, what position you got to in your job. It's, it's your relationships. It's, it's how you are inside. That's the pr- predictive factor of how well you do uh, in this life, both health wise as well as relationship wise, all the things that are really, truly important.
0: Absolutely. And, We have had you on the program before, you know, to give people a heads up who maybe didn't hear that episode. And we've, you know, in our book, we shared this story, but this is conversations that we've had about your end of life work, your hospice work have been really influential to us and what we do, because it's a huge piece of, I think a piece of our core piece of our practice is reminding ourselves on a regular basis that we, this may sound grim, but that we are going to die, that we don't have unlimited time here and what we do really counts. So what we do every day really counts. And is it, you know, like it's, I think challenging, especially for folks that are younger or folks that are not really don't have a diagnosis that they're on the, the death isn't right in their face, that it's so easy for everything to seem like it's about the to-do list, uh, getting the raise, getting the the next job, whatever, you know, saving for retirement, whatever those, those things are, not that they're not important, but at the end of the day, as you know, uh, that it doesn't sound like that's what people are sharing with you when they're on their last uh, breaths.
1: Whether they're at the end, it, it life is about having a purpose. And we can really literally do a million things with this life and what we want and the purpose and clarity to get there the 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 drive to get there comes from peace it's it goes so much better when we're peaceful as opposed to when we're fre- frenetic and chaotic it right. really goes well and so right we, we we don't we can talk about end of life cuz i i like to look over my shoulder and i think i suggest that people do that because life is super short actually sometimes it doesn't feel that way but it is really short, and so to be clear requires a calmness, and mm-hmm. and yes, the digital age, while it's a miracle and it's beautiful and we all love, there's so many benefits of it, it, it does tend to take away peace unless we really tend to that peace, unless we tend to taking care of ourselves and operate from this where parasympathetic, it's not just about sympathetic nervousism. It's not just about response, quickness. It's, it's about being who we are, which really requires a, a mindset and a body set. I mean, it's not just having ideas. It's about actually the body being in a place where it's rested it's strong and it's and it has reserve, as because again coffee and and always being stimulated the body poops out it just doesn't it doesn't give you what you want right
0: and that's 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 a great segue
1: the mind also right it, it gets frazzled and it just isn't focused and clear
0: Right. Let me ask you this, you know, just shifting back a little bit to the, I'm curious to hear, uh, can you share a little bit more about what are the long-term impacts of, of this like the chronic sympathetic or stress, you know, and that's probably something you see a lot or what happens when you're locked into fighting the tiger for 45 years and there's no tiger.
1: There's so many things uh, on I mean, just from blood pressure, to um, digestive problems, physical problems, you know, heart heart attacks actually happen. Yeah, we talk about cholesterol, but it really it fifty most heart attacks happen after a time of intense stress and emotion and and anger or or fear. So, and the body can be resilient if it's calm but everything in the body i feel like everything in primary care and i really don't think i'm exaggerating at all happens uh the adverse thing is when when we're not taking care of ourselves when we're overstimulated and and the inflow of of energy is not enough to give to keep up with our output that we our demand that we're pushing ourselves to
0: reach. Right. And which brings us to, I think, shifting into solutions here, I think is, is critical, right? So I think we have a good understanding of, and people have a good sense of the stressors of modern day life and the nonstop nature of that. And the, I think we know, you know, the, the impact of, of those stressors. And so, From your perspective, you know, what are some of the best ways that people can soothe themselves or take care of themselves when they feel like they've been taken over by the kind of this sympathetic or fight or flight uh, response? Like, how do you shift to the more of the parasympathetic response? It's, I
1: mean, there's many ways and everyone's different. You know, you like to surf. Yeah, not, I don't true. really like to surf, but that that body of water out there, the ocean, it has this effect. And whether I'm floating, swimming or just being in it or just walking with my feet in the water, it is incredible what that does to the nervous system. And 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 I, it doesn't have to be about the ocean. It happens in lakes. It happens in when you go out in the woods. There's just nature is is a force and brings, has this effect on the sympathetic parasympathetic balance. Same thing with exercise. I mean, we need to train ourselves. I mean, I, I think consistent exercise is a way to calm the nervous system. That's another good one. We, we with, And then there's, there's so many. Again, it doesn't always have to be about those, those things. Although those are probably the two most powerful forces. But how we are spiritually, which can be come from religion or come, can, can come from our own personal practice. How are we connected to other people, in, uh, in our life, in a real way? You know, it, and not just, you know, we got. Uh, have a bunch of family or we have a bunch of friends is can you can people drop into being real and connected and knowing and caring about each other that arguably when people feel safe with other people that arguably calms the nervous system more than anything and Yes there are practices whether whether you meditate or you pray both of those things getting outside of our usual driving mind and to-do list and finding a little place whether it's with God or just with ourselves that's that is the work that needs to be done. And it's not, I don't think it's just a Sunday morning phenomenon going to church. I think it's tapping into that at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, and maybe even for a little bit of time during the day so that we can remember the, really why we're here. I I do this because it's, it's, we all get focused on, tasks and what we got to do and the to-do list and i and but the truth is we are
0: spiritual beings and we're here for a reason and and it is just and mark i'm just so for those for if you're not watching the video it's like kind of an expansive uh, gesture like arms out wide yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah yeah
1: experiencing the totality of life and the uh the truly the beauty that's a ama- mate. That the amazement, the awe, the beauty in this world, and that you know, to me, nature touches that, but also, you know, human interaction touches that, community right. and connection touches that, the the quest for God touches that. But the, so these are big concepts, but they they can be distilled distilled down to a a daily way of life, and that is maybe more aware and awake and alert to the shortness of life as well as the uh the full, the, the the full experience
0: totally yeah and you know i know and we read in, in your bio that you spent some time you worked with the the Dean Ornish maybe method or or program for a long time which is for you can talk a little bit about that, but that's you know one of the leading uh, would be like re- uh, cardiovascular sort of reversing heart disease
1: right. programs,
0: right? And I'm just familiar. You know, it way better than me. But some of the things you're talking about are are you know it's not these aren't just like nice ideas, but it's like there's hard science uh, and research around this stuff. And that was some of those things that you talked about were a big part of the program, isn't that right?
1: He proved in in the 80s and 90s that heart disease actually those blockages in the arteries that lead to heart attacks and 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 death can be reversed with how we eat not the quality of the food we eat but also how we eat. do we can we go slow can we mm. are we in connection with people when we're doing that can and yes exercise and moving around But to me, the two parts, there were four parts of the program. It was food, the eating, exercise, but then there was stress management and connection. Mm. So it was coming together in groups of people and how you related to other people, but then also how you related to your own self. That was the stress management, which was yoga and meditation, which to me, the goal was, can you be? find peace inside your own body, and then the connection part to other people. Can you, from that calmer place, be with people, empathize, put yourself in other's shoes so you can remember the oneness and that we're all connected. And those people who were able to do those things, and this was all quantitative, I mean, right. people who ate better food. You know, people who actually—it's it, not. I don't want to make it sound like it's a a goal-oriented thing. I I think of it as more a, a qualitative thing. The people who learned to take care of themselves and nurture themselves actually lived longer, lived better. They were happy, happier, less depressed, less angry, less scared, and. Anyway, they, I would say, evolved to a a place, and again, they live longer, and heart disease can be reversed, and also Dean Ornish proved prostate cancer can be reversed with these same lifestyle interventions. Hmm. That's separate from the medicines, that's separate from the medical interventions. I work in the medical system. I love what the medical system can provide, but self-care is the factor that changes it, everything.
0: It's, yeah, it's so amazing because it's so much of this is that we're talking about and same with our work, right? With overuse of technology and tech addiction, gaming addiction, all this stuff. It's, a lot of it is, is, is there's technical things like similar in, in medicine where, you know, you have a heart attack, you get a, you know, there's an intervention, a stint put in or some sort of intervention sure. there. But then so much of it, there's the, where there's technical things with with, <laughs> Overconnection with technology, right? It's like time boundaries and scheduling time for unplugged, uh, for, for nature time, all that stuff. Uh, but so much of it is lifestyle, right? And making these lifestyle changes that are more, we call it the adaptive work, because um, it's, it's not so straightforward. But, you know, it's none of the things we're talking about here are really new or, you know, revolutionary, right? It's like spending time in nature, exercising, meditation, prayer. Uh, connecting with something larger than yourself, right. eating well, you know, connecting to other people. But it's, it's so, I'm just, curious. I don't know really how to frame the question, but it's like, what's your take on this? A lot of people know this stuff, right? Intellectually, but how, you know, what's your take on why so many people uh, don't do it, you know? And I don't, yeah. Is that straightforward? I
1: it, it really is.
0: I mean, cause right. This is all
1: known and it's not new news. It's people who do the lifestyle thing, people who take care of themselves do better. So why don't we take care of ourselves? Why don't we value ourselves enough to eat fruits and vegetables, to go slow, to exercise most days of the week, to be outside, to connect to other human beings? And I think I think it comes from, I mean, in order to do those things, in order to slow down the pace of modern society, I think you have to care about yourself. I, I do it's self-love, it's it whatever you want to call it, valuing yourself. And to me, it's remembering that we are here not just to accomplish goals and meet meet deadlines or you know, anyway, we are here for something that's it's truly spiritual. And we don't always know what it is, but it's taking time to remember that there's something bigger going on than just the details and mundan- mundan- mundanities of everyday life. We get caught up and we lose perspective on the bigger things.
0: Absolutely. Well and, said. And, yeah. and
1: that's completely correctable. And yeah. it's just, it really comes down to slowing, slow it down. It's just slow, it slow down and take time, right? And that is the beauty of illness and, and our, these physical conditions and injuries. When we get hurt, all of a sudden we have to do something different. When we get, have a heart attack, oh, it's, wow. That, that's quite a thing. I almost left this world when we get cancer. I, so there are so many physical reminders, but there's also life reminders that it's life is precious. How can we take advantage of this day to make it? Because this day is what we got, this, right. this moment.
0: Well, so it, I like to, we like to kind of um, at the end of the, of the program, I think there's I just want to say there's lots of tangible things here that people can put into practice right away. But if I, if we were to ask you, you know, what's one thing that listeners, our listeners can do out there to reduce stress or, you know, as you said, you put it like practice self-care, what would be your sort of number one thing for, for today or for this week that you'd recommend people do?
1: One thing. Okay, Seb. I I think it's I mean, to me, it's always go outside and look, look up and look around, because as opposed to getting stuck inside and all that stuff that I'm thinking of, go up outside, look around and remember that. That. Yes it's a big world. Yes, I I believe you know my thing is connection, human connection to spirit and to our to ourselves and to each other. But it's the it has to be we have to keep remembering that and I I go go to the end of life thing. Life is short. Why am I here and thank you for letting me be here. So I think it's it is gratitude and I think it is getting outside of ourselves as well as getting off the computer and outside into nature
0: i love it i love it we actually just this reminds me we just did a the last podcast episode we did was on awe like awe this the emotion of awe and one thing we talked about was that it this is the research behind it that it gets people out of they become less self-focused, less self-less self-centered, and all of a sudden they're more aware that they're a part of something greater than themselves. And a big, you know, obviously I'm biased here, but a big way to get awe is exactly what you said is going out into nature, looking up at the sky, looking at the stars, and you know that's it's an it's such an, a practical and, and easy way to shift that to get that awe, and also a great way to engage the parasympathetic nervous system it
1: really is there's there's nothing like seeing a spectacular thing and i i can reference that i haven't been to the grand canyon in 20 years but looking over the grand canyon edge and seeing that or for for me here i mean i i i get that from looking at the ocean just just seeing it being in it is even better but it is the awe is something that it, it rocks your world. It calms your nervous system. It changes everything.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mark. Well, Dr. Kalina, I call you Mark. You know, it's, you know, yeah. yeah. But um, I really appreciate, we really appreciate you being back on the podcast. We look forward to having you on more regularly. Um, if, you know, funny, I didn't notice, note this earlier, but you are our medical director. So, I full, full, um, you know, disclosure here. Uh, So, you know, we're in touch, but I would it'd be great to have you back on continue to talk about, you know, ways that we can take care of ourselves in this kind of uh, wild, uh, fast paced digital age.
1: I really I uh, I love being a doctor and being medical director. And I have a few projects because because there's standard there's going to work every day and doing taking care of people. But there are these projects which Nature Unplugged and, be, and and calming the nervous system. I can talk about the different ways, whether it's breath or prayer or meditation, All, but there are so many things that bring health. And again, we have access to it every minute of every day.
0: Awesome. Awesome, Mark. Well, thank you so much for being on the program. And thanks to you all for tuning into the Nature Unplugged podcast. You can, of course, find our episodes basically wherever you want to get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, other podcast platforms. Um, If you could take a moment to rate and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts, we would love it. Be sure and visit www.natureunplugged.com for more information and resources about what we do. And you can find our show notes on the website. Uh, you just click there. Um, uh, Mark, any, do you have any website that you want to share? I can share it in the show notes as well, but where people can find more information about that you and your work. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, no,
1: I, okay. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, just a team player. I have a bunch of people, including nature and plugged. I am the medicine, uh, breath, body connection. I, I I'm with other people. I'm here to support. Yeah. My friends, which includes you and people who are doing new work, good work, breaking the standard mold of regular medicine. So, uh, but I don't have my own personal site.
0: Yeah, I like that you're, uh, you know, sort of off the, you know, off the grid to certain to a certain extent. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll include some show notes with stuff related to Mark and or Dr. kleina and uh, yeah, to be continued. We're gonna have, you know, more to come on this for sure. Well, thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Things change like seasons out of our control.
1: If you think you should go, I will let you go.